Welcome to the What the Heal podcast, where we discuss what the healing journey really looks like unfiltered. What's up? What's up, guys? You know the voice. You know the vibe. It's your girl, B. Izzy. Deshante. <laughs> How are you guys today on this rainy afternoon? Well, shit, I just had my little breakdown, so. I'm doing great. Yes. Ah, love that energy. All right. Tip of the day, ladies. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. How you do anything is how you do everything. Are you okay? <laughs> I, had a I, was looking, I was trying to look for it and I'm like, I know I wrote it down and I couldn't find it, but I found it. Okay. Well, just hold is... on, hold on, hold on. I just wanted to get into Sorry. a little beat of mine. Uh, I think it's just especially important um, because your habits really do translate into all aspects of your life. And um, I'm always, you know, late to things. Well, that's not a good no, one. I'm not me. always late. Um, what's, what's one? I'm, I'm messy and I bring that into all aspects of my life, except for my mouth. I'm not messy when I speak. (laughs) I love that. Okay. And mine is forgiveness is the best form of love in any relationship. It takes a strong person to say they're sorry and an even stronger person to forgive. At the end of the day, we're human. You know, we all make mistakes and as long as people own up to their mistakes and, of course, not do it again and do better, I feel like we all deserve it. We all deserve to forgive each other. Well, I take that back. We don't. Some people <laughs> do not need to be forgiven. <laughs> you know who you are. We can forgive you, but we will not forget your Never. Ass. <laughs> Never. Deshante? Deshante, uh, do you have yeah. any nicknames? Like, what uh, do people call you? Dash. Dash. Like, D. What? Nobody yeah. calls you Dash. Somebody did. Me. Somebody. <laughs> Big D. <laughs> that's like my baby daddy's nickname. Um, Tay Tay is the one this girl is trying to call me at work. And I'm like, that's no. my childhood one that I hate. Okay. I was going to say, what do you, you like? Give what do you like going by? I feel Shante? like Deshante is my professional. And then Shante, if you know me for real. And then somebody special gets to call me Tay. But. Shante. Okay. But I'm going to still call But he Dash. just did that on his own. <laughs> and I was just like, only because it's you and I say nothing back to you. Tay. That's kind of <laughs> cute. I could see you as Tay, but like not Tay Tay. I don't like when in the fuck. Yeah. That shit sounds like proud family mixed with like ghetto. I don't know. Some people like to call me like my family, Brit Brit. I can't stand that. I don't really like to be called <laughs> Brit either, but. I hate when people call me by my real name. Isamar. <laughs> I love saying your full name. That's how you know I mean business. I go by Izzy and um, my family, like my family family, they call me Isa. Isa. Yeah. And now that that we're talking about my family, I want to add in something. Okay. I want to give a shout out to my nephew, Diego. You're a real one. You know who you are. He has been listening to our podcast. He has been learning so much from us. Aww. I don't know so much about you, Deshanti, but... <laughs> Learn how to be a freak. That's what it is. He is a real one for sure. Diego, I love you. Keep listening. Thank you, Diego. Yeah, he, he really is the best. Okay. And if we're shouting out, folks, uh, shout out to my sister and okay. her husband because they are avid listeners. And my husband... My husband. Oh, my sister like, <laughs> no, no husband. No husband. My sister's husband... 
Yes, my sister's husband. I said that right. Um, he always calls me after he's done listening and gives me his notes on oh, how I love he that. liked it. Mm-hmm. And that's when we saw all of those random like northwest suburbs on when we were going over the list. I was like, "What is this?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's Anthony driving around, <laughs> listening Being to that our one podcast. person everywhere." Else. Yeah, that one person in Lake in the Hills, that one person in Lake Villa, or whatever up in the north. I was like, "What is? <laughs> we are fans in Woodstock, like what?" <laughs> Uh, but okay i love that though and i do love like when people come up to me and they're like oh i listen to the podcast i love it like it just makes me so happy yeah we love you guys oh for and morgan (laughs) yeah i was gonna shout out to morgan because she watches like every freaking time and it gives the notes you're a real one morgs (laughs) she loves each of us for everything different that we bring to the table i love that yes right i love us Go ahead. Oh, my tip of the day. Self-confidence is key. And then, I don't know. Do you guys want my whole self-confidence formula? Yeah, let's oh, get that. This, yes. will, this will be my sauce your, for your, free. Your for real. Sauce. <laughs> um, I always say, like, number one, I know who I know. I am who I say I am. My actions reflect attainment. How the fuck? I guess you could say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I, I, don't, I don't know what it wrote. I think I was feeling real smart that day. <laughs> I am disciplined to take the, those actions. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Um, clearly. <laughs> I like how she's reading it like she doesn't know who wrote this stuff. <laughs> who wrote this? Like, like, uh, this I, is great. This is great. <laughs> I've been manifesting my life all the time. And then I wrote, too, clearly I will set my mind on her and envision myself as her for at least 30 minutes a day. And then Love three, that. desires manifest to reality, affirm at least 10 minutes a day. And then four, definite chief aim. Write the vision and make it plain, like Steve Harvey says. Love. And then five, my wealth is built on truth and justice and peace. Prosperity is the aim. I will elevate. I will eliminate all hatred, envy, jealousy, selfishness, and cynicism. And for those that don't know what that is, because I feel like I was one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Cynicism is the attitude slash state of mind caused by the distrust of others. So I want to make my money legit. And I don't want to step on nobody's back to do it. Love it. I love that. And I love that you came with the definition because a lot of people like to throw words around and they all know what they mean. Mm -hmm. So thank you for coming correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, yeah. Then this is like the other part of it. But like the auto suggestion program your mind to think and believe from an area of abundance and wealth. Always believe that money is energy. Do not think from lack or scarcity. Money always flows you could, to you me. You can put this for next time. You're giving all, away all your oh, little secrets. Oh, this is all my sauce. Never mind. <laughs> mind your business. Never mind. Find never your mind. own motherfucking sauce. <laughs> yeah, save save the rest of the chips of the days for the next days. <laughs> so if you know how I come with the self-confidence, that'd be my, my brick by brick piece. But love it. Staying confident every mm-hmm. day. Every yeah. day. Fuck people. So what are we talking about today, guys? We're talking about <laughs> frustration, rage, and forgiveness today. Yes. Let's get into it. Yeah. So frustration. How do you feel when you get frustrated? What is your go-to action when you are frustrated? I get uh, angry. I think quick. I shut down and uh, I'm, I'm not able to accurately describe how I'm feeling. I'm just kind of reacting, just kind of upset. My thoughts are not clear. And honestly, I just act like a bitch for no reason. I'm just like kind of mean. So mm-hmm. when I'm frustrated, just stay away from me, stay mm-hmm. out of my way. I'm thinking. I'm thinking me too. I've I been try, working on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I try to be conscious of when I'm acting like that and catch myself, be like, I'm frustrated right now. What yeah. am I thinking? What am I feeling? Mm-hmm. And then if I can't 
come up with what I'm feeling. I'm just like, hey, I need a minute because I'm going through something. Like earlier when I was getting frustrated, I was like, guys, I might have to take mm-hmm. a walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember, yes. And um, it was, I mean, it wasn't going to get that ugly, but I was really feeling like I needed to take a break. And mm-hmm. that is what frustration looks like for me because I will fucking blow up and throw things. But if... If I channel it, I'll be like, okay, what are you feeling right now? Well, I'm upset. Okay, don't blow up. Communicate that. Communicate mm-hmm. that you're upset. Breathe. Take a walk. Do something. But don't blow. don't ruin something. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't need to rip anything or throw anything. I wanted to throw my phone really bad. <laughs> but that's not going to solve anything. It's just going to break my phone and make me more upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I feel like I shut down when I'm frustrated. Like, I want to be alone. I don't want anybody to bother me. And I feel like I'm also like you. Like, if I'm frustrated, don't do anything. Because at any fucking given point, I will fucking explode, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I used to be so much more triggered before. Like, I have learned to, like, okay, calm down, you know, breathe. Why are you feeling like this? What happened? Can the issue be fixed? And if it cannot be fixed, then you can go ahead and take a few minutes to yourself. You know, for me, it's my room. I feel like I have my crystals there. I have Mm -hmm. my incense there, you know? So I feel like it just helps me calm my nerves down. But I used to be very, very bitchy before. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, you know, finding ways to cope with it better. But I feel like the me just taking the time to go to my room and calm down if I need to, I feel like that's helped me the most. And now I feel like I can, before it used to take me a lot longer to like come back down and now I feel like I can do it a lot faster because like I understand yeah. why I'm feeling those things you know like mm-hmm. I'm aware of it yeah I agree um I feel like I also can come back a little bit faster it takes me a little while because I do dwell and I like to plot your death a little bit in my head if it's, <laughs> it's like a it's, person it's the Scorpio stallium <laughs> yep, yep I'm telling you it, it yep. definitely is um you, that literally made me so mad when you sent me that because it was me to a T <laughs> But go ahead, D. I get quiet first then before I get angry. So, like, I'll give you a second to, like, get away from me. Mm-hmm. And then if you keep pressing at me, you'll get whatever fucking reaction you want it to get. <laughs> so, right. You poke the bear, you, you get, get the claws. Like, like yesterday for me was, like, outrageous. Like, and then it was more so off a of principle than anything, like, like to tell the viewers it was like some dude he didn't like um that I was like standing in the street but I wasn't like in the street to the point where you couldn't get around me Mm -hmm. and then he like they went around they parked and then he got out and was like yeah because I'm just gonna go stand in the middle of the street and then like to me if it's not directed it's not respected so I said I know he ain't talking to me so I really don't care and he was like yeah, because you're in the middle of the street. And then, so everybody that play crazy ain't crazy. Right. I'm for real crazy. So <laughs> um, I like had like went off on him and I was like, clearly you ain't watch the news because I was like referencing to that lady that um, was in that restaurant and then her son shot mm-hmm. um, the, the man hit for, for hitting for hitting her and going crazy. And it's like, and I had told him, I'm like, you don't know me. I don't know you. Like, if you knew me, you would know I stabbed my fucking husband and I could easily fuck you up if I felt like it. So it was like, it was just like principle. Like you cannot go around talking to people crazy and you don't know who I am. So like I annihilated him, his fucking family. I said, get your motherfucking son. Cause I'm not (laughs) the one like went off and I haven't went off like that on nobody in a while, but it was real principle. And I thought about it. Like if I really 
like if you would have did this to me about a year ago or so I don't know what my reaction yep. would have been mm-hmm. yeah, because a whole different outcome, <laughs> a whole different outcome, especially coming off of something like as traumatic as what I did, like the disrespect, like who are you to tell me where to go? And I think too, what made it even worse was the fact that it was somebody white. Like, cause I went off on the tangent that like this country was built off the backs of my fucking people. Bitch, you wouldn't even be like going to no damn Legoland <laughs> if it wasn't for my fucking people. So right it's just like just watch how you talk to people watch how you interact with people because i know i don't i don't bother nobody that don't bother me so and can we talk about um the frustration that road rage that is where the core of my frustration (laughs) comes from um i i feel like i don't get mad about much of anything except for when i'm driving if when i'm driving and you do something i go off and i got a camera in my car now because eric made me get that or he gave me the dash cam and baby i'm ready to i am ready for whatever happens because it's on camera if you hit me and it's your fault it's on camera eric should have gave me this camera because i'm ready let me tell you about this one time so me and eric were on our way me and Eric were on our way to uh, going. We were going to a party, and mind you, it's like five o'clock, six o'clock. Um, going to this party, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like a party party. But it was just like a you know evening party. situation. Um, and then so this guy decides he wants to take my turn at the stop sign. So I was like, oh no, I'm going. So I keep going, and he's honking his horn. I'm like, do you not see me? Because I'm gonna go. And if you hit me, it's your fault because mm-hmm. I have it on camera that it's my turn. And I started going. So traffic just Brittany's makes like, me come correct. Yeah, come correct, bitch. Well, don't come at all. Exactly. I don't play when it comes to traffic because I, that camera I'm telling you gives me balls that I don't have. I will get out of the car and I have no weapons. I'm small. I don't even weigh 100 pounds and I will get out of the car and threaten you. (laughs) I don't know who I think I am, but I'm just screaming at you like I'm from the south side. You don't know me. I am not, I mean, I live on the south side, but from the south side, bold, bold, bold bold for me to say. Yeah, literally from Elk Grove. I don't know. I'm probably the one getting road trade at because my driving skills aren't the best. Oh my goodness, guys, guys. This girl, I don't even know how she has a driver's, how how did you get a driver's license? Why do we keep picking her to get Get us the here. Big ass, the biggest driving in the freaking city. Like, I hate shit. driving but did you die my though? car. You gotta ask yourself. Did I die I'm though? I'm not driving it though. <laughs> That's fine. Next time we're gonna have to do that. Nope. Because I have to like clean my car. <laughs> There's dog stuff Hair everywhere. everywhere. It's Mm-mm. it's a problem, and I'm sorry. Like I genuinely apologize for how messy I am. <laughs> I think I've never like I haven't seen the mess in a while. So like today I was like. Yeah, because I wasn't home for so long, so everything was everywhere. Okay. Like normally, I'm more more together than that, <laughs> but it was you came on a bad day. <laughs> I was like, God damn, you're like, oh, it's colors everywhere. I was like, no, yeah, you're just like Brittany. Always no, I was being real this time when I said it's messy. <laughs> normally, I'm like it's messy when it's not that bad. <laughs> right. I'm like, girl, but please. this time I was like, girl, like it's literally like a monsoon. I haven't been in at my house for weeks because I've been away. So, sorry. Genuinely. <laughs> She's like, it's okay. It's okay. You, know the vi- you know the vibes. Oh, goodness gracious. What were we talking okay. about? 
cars yeah okay so road rage i feel like i used to have really really bad road rage before and now like i don't like i don't know what something somebody said about it triggered mm-hmm. me and i feel like it switched something in me but i can't think of it right now <laughs> but like i feel like now like i see people speeding and i'm like bro why i mean like are where you are you going and then we and then we end up at the same red light and i'm like looking right. ah, judging the fuck out of them just like, like looking straight the, yes. they're just like I, it wasn't me and, and i'm like i'm screaming there. at you it was you i'm looking at you where i want to make eye contact i'm looking at the side of your face yes. just look at me so i can flip you off that's me, me off, i like wave a little why, bit or i make and, the little hole this is why we should not let britney drive you know what, Brittany? What? You're not driving my car anymore. What do you mean? <laughs> I would be good. I'm a professional, okay? I used to drive yes. professionally, ho. Yes, I remember. And I was a, p- a pro. And I actually, funny, my sister's husband actually works at that company now. And um, he told me that I'm like a local celebrity because I'm on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. I love that. Hilarious. I love she it. made it, guys. She made it. I made it, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for all the support. Thank you for letting me work full time still and only work on the weekends when I was almost homeless. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> God is good. God is good. Mm, and that's on Gaia. My eyes are low. So do you guys get anxiety? I have um, bad anxiety. That's why I take anti-anxiety, anti-depression no. pills. You don't get anxiety over anything? I felt like I did at the beginning of the... Like, when I was first going through all that stuff, I had anxiety real bad. Like, I don't know. When you're going through stuff like that, it's it's, it's important to watch who you keep around you because you will embody, like, them in a way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, for me, I embodied some personalities I did not want to embody because they were the closest things to me. Yeah. And it, 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 um, well, hang out like, with me more. I'll, I'll have you singing. Altered my <laughs> decisions. But once I got into like meditation and calming down and rearranging my thoughts, like every day when I wake up, I try to, like, God, I thank you for this. I da da da. Like, mm-hmm. everything is fine. Like, because a lot of my anxiety was like surrounded around like court stuff or stuff in my divorce. Yeah. And then once I like, you kinda, have to let go of control. Once of that. I let go, yeah, it was when I could live again because mm-hmm. I wasn't living. I was trapped in my thoughts the majority of the day, and then I was using sex to mask the pain. And then that shit became pointless because I couldn't, like, I didn't feel anything. I had no attachment to anybody I was sleeping with. I I didn't feel anything. So once once it got to that point, spit all the way over there. Once. It got, <laughs> Once it got to the point where, like, I couldn't feel anything, that's when I was like, I think I need real deep-rooted therapy. Because when I started sexual trauma healing, it was like, I had came to her off of, like, I did, like, a binge, like, weekend, I guess. Because I was like, damn, let me see if I can feel something with this person or that person. And then once it was like, nope. Don't feel a damn thing. I was like, no, I need help. It's yeah. you deeper just than that. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh my God, help me. Yeah. Mm. My anxiety uh, got pretty bad at one point. I was having panic attacks all the time. I don't know if I told this. I probably didn't because I'd never talk that much. But we're trying and working on it in therapy, my, my closed throat chakra. Um, but... The first time I had like a full on panic attack was my first like date after everything happened with my biggest mistake. Mm -hmm. And um, I was on my way driving to I think I was just going to get dinner with someone. 
And I had to pull over to the side of the road because all of a sudden I like couldn't breathe. And I was like, what is happening right now? Am I having a heart attack? Mm -hmm. So I like couldn't breathe. I was like holding my chest. I had to pull the car over, drink some water, took a lot of deep breaths. And I realized, oh, this is a panic attack. Like this was no joke. I literally thought I was going to die. So once I recognized what that feeling was and what it was attached with, it kind of happened a couple more times similarly like that. I would just kind of go on dates and I would have panic attacks um, before I would go on dates, which is outrageously crazy. But I I was really fucked up. (laughs) Do you know why you were having the panic attacks? Yes, because my fear of uh, my attachment style, my fear of abandonment was so bad Mm -hmm. that I was so afraid to go on the dates. I was so afraid to create an attachment that was going to be taken away from me. Got it. That mm-hmm. I, it, it gave me a state of panic. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, for, it was hard for me to date because I was always getting so worked up about it. And, um, I was like, is he going to leave? Is it going to be permanent? Like, am I going to, am I going to get a boyfriend? Cause mm-hmm. I was just, you know, boyfriends weren't something that I could get. I thought, you know, for myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, the anxiety of putting myself back out there was just so great because I, w- I knew this one guy. That's pretty much all I knew. Mm-hmm. And it was gone. And I was like lost. I didn't really know what to do. So it, it just, it scared me a mm-hmm. lot. And I guess it manifested itself with panic attacks. So I don't have them anymore. I can't tell you the last time I had a panic attack. But I'm happy that they don't have anymore because it it sucks. <laughs> yeah, panic attacks suck ass. I had them a lot when I was like with that abusive loser. And then I think the last one I had was like last year when I was like at the gym and like it was coming off like a court. I had a court call like while I was at the gym and then like I was steady trying to work out and then I just felt like it was getting dark and it, I felt like it couldn't have been because the workout was so vigorous because we, we didn't hit the peak yet. And I was just like, I feel like I can't breathe. I was like, I feel like I it's like it's dark in here. It's this, it's that. And then I think like my trainer knew it was from that. It had nothing to do with like the workout and how and my stamina. So, yeah. After that, I kind of like just reshaped my mind, reshaped my focus. Mm hmm. That's why, like, if it doesn't apply, let that shit fly. Like, fuck you. Mm-mm. For me, I feel like I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I do have anxiety. Maybe I don't. But I feel like I was shown to repress my emotions, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I when I was going through my situation, I was thinking of my kids. So I feel like I didn't have time to process it. Like, I literally didn't have any time because I was in survival mode. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I need to, you know, where am I going to work? Where am I going to live? How are we going to do this? And then once I got that, it's like, okay, what can I do next for my kids? Where am I going next? It's always like, how can I grow? How can I do better? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I just, my work just kind of overpowered it. And, like, I was never in my head a lot. Um, I do worry a lot, like my like i used to worry a lot about my financial stuff um because like you it was taken away from me mm-hmm. you know i feel like it's always been taken away from me and i wanted to provide that for my kids so that nobody was able to take it away from us yeah mm-hmm. i really wish i could have done that too um because that was also my goal moving forward because it was just me i didn't have that's like, what i feel i feel like if it was just me i would have gone down the worst black hole ever but like i feel like i had my kids and i couldn't give up on them like i was doing it for them you know exactly i felt like 
I just had myself, you know, and mm-hmm. Bailey. Right. Um, and there was no way I was going to give, you know, that up and give that away for any situation because, you know, he... He's my rock, my mm-hmm. little baby. Mm-hmm. He's my he's, he's my been, child. Yeah, he's been through everything. Yeah, he him. literally has, and that's my guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bailey or nothing. <laughs> and um, that's not really a good segue, but <laughs> bitch, <laughs> she did bitch. it again. <laughs> um, Bailey is my emotional support animal, <laughs> and yes. I was going to get into emotional maturity because. Wait, but we didn't talk about anger. Anger. What do you have okay. to say about that? I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> um, I have on my notes that feeling anger is a completely normal part of being human. It's an emotion. Just like how you're going to feel sad, just like how you're going to feel happy, there's going to be times that you feel angry, you know? Mm-hmm. But it all comes down to how you express your emotions, you know? Just because you're angry doesn't mean that you can take it out on literally everybody just because shit didn't go your way it's like no if this happened to you i get it but you have to learn how to self-regulate yourself you know like how we were talking about Mm -hmm. um about you know self-regulating and just i guess being more mindful of how you express that to the world or to whoever you're with um i i was also shown like not shown how to express my emotions so i feel like Mm -hmm. i struggle with that a lot yeah like even when i'm upset like it takes me a while to say why i'm upset you know because i was shown you shouldn't i was i was basically told you're being dramatic you know like go to your room that's basically it so to me it's like i don't i don't want to say it because i don't want them to be like oh you're being dramatic you're doing too much you know and then once again my fucking feelings get fucked up same here i was shut down like what are you crying for don't be a baby go away like you should ask me what's wrong you know Mm -hmm. and help me process my emotions instead of saying like screaming at me what are you crying about stop all that crying Mm -hmm. like just Mm -hmm. sit with me and be like hey what's wrong you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like with Belle, like she's at the age where she's literally crying about everything and anything. Mm-hmm. And like even we went to Walmart this weekend and she really wanted a toy and she was like upset about it, you know, mm-hmm. and she was crying. And if I would have been crying at the store, my mom would have like pulled my hair done something or she'll be like, oh, when we get home, watch what's going to happen to you. You know, my dad would have made me do push ups in the aisle that ass <laughs> oh my goodness okay so like i was like i can't so all i could do was sit there with her and hug her and tell her i understand you want a toy i'm like but we're not getting toys now i'm like because you know we're gonna go on vacation when we go on vacation you can get toys mm-hmm. and she's like well i don't want it then i want it now i'm like well i'm sorry you know i didn't yell at her i didn't tell her and i just sat there with her and i hugged her and then she's like okay mom i'm sorry and then she was totally fine after that, you know? Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like, if I would have yelled at her or done something to make her, you know, hurt be even more hurtful, like, she would have been a mess the whole time you were at the store, you know? Right. But because I took those seconds to, like, come down to her level and hug her, because I feel like most of the time kids, if you hug kids, I feel like all of their stuff goes away, you know? Yeah. Like, they forget about it, because they're like, oh, I'm loved, you know what I mean? So that's all I could do. I don't remember being hugged as a little girl Mm -hmm. i don't remember my parents telling me that they love me as a little girl so like for me it's like i'm kind of you know redoing my childhood like reparenting myself through her so like Mm -hmm. i'm healing myself right and she doesn't even know it you know (laughs) 
and she is sassy. I sent Brittany all the videos. Yep. She cries for no reason. Guys, the other day, <laughs> we went on a walk, okay, and this girl, because she was trying to go on the stroller that I had the little girl in, and she couldn't fit she was stepping on all the cracks. She's like, because she saw <laughs> it on YouTube. Yes. Yes, break the mama's is, back. is this yes, a thing? My daughter bitch. is so with this right now. And then, <laughs> break the mama's back. Stop doing that. Honey. And then she would like do it and then she would look back at me. Would you be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my daughter was. No, but like the next day I was like, oh my God, I woke up. I'm like, my back hurts. She's like, I'm sorry, mom. I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> my daughter likes when I like fake like my back hurts every time she steps on it. <laughs> And then she was like, like, she's like, mommy, don't do that. I said, my mom's dead and gone. Shout out to her for being her birthday. (laughs) birthday. Happy heavenly birthday. What's her name again? Vicky. Happy birthday, Vicky. Vicky. She's with us today. She is. She's with me every day. I feel like that's how I survived a lot of what I survived. Like just watching her and how she navigated. I was not crying today. I don't know. (laughs) I had a great example of a mom for sure. (laughs) Yeah. It was a tough cookie. I think that's where I get my strength from is like between my mom and my grandma. My grandma was a wild card, so I feel like I get a lot of that from her. But mm-hmm. hmm. hey, mommy. It's okay. Where's the two? I feel like I have to put my hands on you. Yeah, I never like cry about it because it's just like, I don't know. But I watched her go through that. That developed a lot of anger in me, like mm-hmm. watching her go through like that cancer battle because I always wanted to, if I could have took the pain for her, I would have did it. But, like, when she finally, like, gave up with it, I think that was the hardest part that made me, like, angry. Like, having to sign papers to agree for your mother to die is a really hard Mm -hmm. thing to do. And then I'm the one that gave her, like, her last doses of medicine and stuff. Like, morphine is nothing but, like, a transitional death drug, if you ask me. So having to be the one to give her that last bit, because I didn't want her to, like, suffer through the process. Mm -hmm. That Mm, was, like... Really tough, I bet. Yeah, because I knew, sure like... she appreciates that you did that for her. Yeah. Yeah. I let her, like, pass away at home. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to be to pass away at home, surrounded by the people that loved her the most. And I don't know. I had to do that. Mm-hmm. So you, do you feel like that made you more emotionally mature going through mm-hmm. that? It made me look at life different. I didn't, um like, little minute things don't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Like they matter to other people, and I just have a different love and a care for people than I think the average person does. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, even like when it comes to how I love people, like if I rock with you, I rock with you for real, and I hold you to a different standard. And I see a lot of people don't have that, mm-hmm. and I watch how people are like with their parents and when they're still living. And it's like sometimes I feel like people take shit for granted. Like, I lost my mom when she was 46. Wow, and she like, was so young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I look at it like, if that was... I think that's why I live life to the fullest and how I want to. Because if I was her, I've passed, like, middle age. And it's it, it just hits me different. I just matured more. Like, I had to grow really fast. Like, my mom got diagnosed with cancer when I was, like, 14, I believe. Like... For the first time and that made me have to really mature I didn't have time to like sit and dawdle and little petty stuff because before she got diagnosed with cancer I was a spoiled child like anything that I wanted I got and then I was real hard on my mom if I didn't get it mm-hmm. so then that just put into perspective I, I realized how much she did for me and how much like I cared and had a love and a compassion for her so like just watching her go through different things like 
emotionally matured me. I didn't have time to cry. I had to figure it out. It pushed me in some things that like I think I didn't want to be involved in, but I had no choice to be. But you never know what you'll be willing to do or how to sell yourself for money when you when you're sitting there and you're watching life leave your mother's eyes, like that's why I can't nobody tell survival me about moral. That's about my in survival yeah. mode for sure. Can't nobody tell me about like my journey or my life because you were never there. Mm-hmm. I'm watching her die and I still got like shit essentially because my sister kept having kids like eight bodies to feed every day or to house every day. So shit that comes with a lot of money that's needed and i wasn't gonna let her feel that and cancer at the same time yeah so it grew me up real fast definitely that was beautiful <laughs> sorry that you had to but you know what crying is a good release yeah like, oh yes i don't cry mm-hmm. about it i think i just like put it to the back i think about them from time to time and like good memories but like i don't really you're, you've been repressing you've... your emotions so bad yeah, yeah. i yeah. feel like oh the stuff that my therapist makes me talk about, I'm like, girl, damn. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I'm having such like this awakening in me right now mm-hmm. because she's bringing up a lot of things and making me actually like sit through them and process them. Right. And now and you know, I'm that's, using that's um, shadow work uh-huh. because you you're bringing back, you know, past things that you have gone through. And then now you're working through them as to, you know, what happened? How can I have changed it? You know, and then you learn from it and, you know, that's literally how you fucking grow. And also um, <laughs> building up on emotional maturity because mm-hmm. you're seeing how you would have reacted to a situation and mm-hmm. now you're taking accountability for your actions mm-hmm. and putting forth the energy to change what you've been mm-hmm. doing so you don't act the same anymore. Like Izzy was saying, you know, anger isn't it's it's a warning. It's a sign, just mm-hmm. like all of your emotions mm-hmm. uh, and how you react to your anger is really what counts. Mm hmm. Because before I was like the pop off friend, like you knew like if some shit was going to pop off, you can call Deshante because I'm going to handle that. I'm going to fight. I'm going to do whatever. And like now to me, I don't even put myself in situations to where I can get that angry. Mm-hmm. That's why like yesterday really pissed me off. But like I was able to let it go after I processed it. But like it kind of irked me because I don't put myself in those situations. I'd be around people I don't really have to get all rowdy about. Right. Because if I get upset, I sit on my hands. Like if you ever watch something and I'm getting upset, I will sit on my hands because I know like if I don't my hands are the first. (laughs) My hands are the first to go. So it's like if you knew where I came from to where I am now, I am not the same. Mm -hmm. I am not the same because I used to pop so fast. But you know we're also like like I said earlier, we're all human, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. You will never be a hundred percent perfect. Like in this life you're always gonna be doing something like to grow more with this to grow more with that you know you're never going to be perfect and it's okay for us to have those imperfect moments because that's what helps us you know Mm -hmm. realize what we're doing wrong and it helps us give us that vision to what we need to do differently in our life exactly Mm -hmm. and what i realized from last night was i need to hang out with a certain caliber of person you see <laughs> yeah, that's right. It. Like I just said, hang out with me and I'll have you singing. <laughs> right, I can have people that be joyous, appreciative of right life. Exactly, <laughs> we have fun over here. No, it's and we get not our shit done. done. We have fun and we get we motivate each other. We keep each other accountable for sure. We yeah. sure do. Like that shit's not cool. It's fun over here, mm-hmm. and and bountiful, growing, growthful. What am I trying to say? 
abundant. It's abundant <laughs> over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Izzy, uh, how have you grown your emotional maturity? I feel like I already answered that. Okay, well then. <laughs> Sorry, this shit keeps coming down. Oh, um, so how have I healed it? Um, I have learned for or me, I guess, like journaling, how do you self-regulate? Uh, journaling, meditating, Reiki. Those are like my best things to regulate, self-regulate. Mm-hmm. Um, even like at times when I worry about things and I'm and that I shouldn't be worrying about. It just comes from, again, me not having the financial needs that I, like, in the beginning when I moved out with my kids. Now I'm okay, but, like, those shit still worries me. I put, like, my hands over my heart, you know, and I do self-reiki on myself. And I tell myself to calm down. Calm down. And I also love doing grounding. Mm-hmm. Like, for me. Like walking in nature. Um, No. For me, it's, like, I, yeah, that one, that could be one thing. But I love just, you know, sitting on the ground and like inhaling i guess breath work you know mm-hmm. so i imagine like this heat the healing light from the universe um entering my brain mm-hmm. and then when i exhale i see myself getting filled up with the light and the light going through me and like off my feet and into the earth so okay. like i'm grounding myself with the energy of the earth i'm and uh, the energy is going through me mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm here i'm safe you know those affirmations always work and i feel like that that has helped me a lot mm-hmm. um just to not worry because i'm a big worrier i'm a virgo too so i'm always thinking about something mm-hmm. <laughs> and i try to change my thoughts to like good thoughts like that critic in my head you know when i'm thinking something bad i'm like stop thinking about that let me think about my business let me think about what i need to do today so that i'm not thinking about those bad thoughts that are in my head right mm-hmm. Deshante, how do i self-regulate yes like kind of almost like the same like just a lot of Therapy is number one for me. Like, that's what helps me with my anger mm-hmm. <laughs> and how people are able to survive today. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, my therapist, she always, like, teaches me that, like, anger is, like, that emotion that's, there's another emotion underneath that. Mm-hmm. And then when you, like, rip away, like, the layers of what is it that you're really feeling. Right. And it's usually, like, it's, fear, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and scared, afraid of something and in the anger is just coming out right now. The anger is the the thing on top of that. Because even like yesterday, like when I process it, it's like I get upset when like people talk to me like that because that's triggering to me from like Austin or something like or somebody right. telling me what to mm-hmm. do. Like, and that's why I say you got to watch how you talk to people because you don't know what type of traumas and things they are have. attached to mm-hmm. them. Right. So something like that can trigger me in that way. And you can catch a fade because mm-hmm. I'm fighting him. I'm not even fighting you. Like, so I don't know. I just therapy is number one. And then what is my other like meditation and journaling? I feel like I'm not really scripting so much lately. I feel like it's really a lot of like, m- like mentally, a lot of things are happening for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm really in a like analytical phase of my life. I'm really like just calculating shit like i'm really looking at people like why are you positioning yourself to me like right for what gain like it is it, is just i'm in a different phase like it's it's painful like when you oh, yeah. grow i think people don't don't realize that but growth is painful because it's like shedding behind what you're used to like right 
and, and common people that you're used to. Yeah, changing all your thoughts, behaviors, and even the people around you. Even the people around you. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's people that, like, I thought I'd rock with, like, since you done did a 20-year bid, we finna do Lifetime. And it's like, now I'm realizing, like... And I feel like now is the no. time to realize that because we are, you know, I'm peeking into our adulthood, like, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Entering the big three zero soon. Well, mm-hmm. Izzy's already there. I'm already but, there. You know? <laughs> and let me just tell you, 30s have been fabulous they've been way i heard it was better better than my 20s ever were Mm -hmm. so we're like way better we're coming to a more mature age and now we really have to think about moving forward and you know what you want you know who you want in your energy you know exactly and you know what you don't want you don't want messy people you don't want people who are going to fight around you all the time because then you're not negative energy or negative Yeah. yeah and you know what and it's okay to vent you know it's okay to talk about what you're going through but if I'm going to see you 10 times and the 10 times all you have to do is say negative, negative stuff shit, or you're then talking I'm, about the same yes. up shit and Go. don't change your actions like right then I, at that point I'm like all right now I don't want to hang out with you anymore because yeah you're I like an energy suck because you're gonna suck my energy, energy vampire energy. yes that's what I feel like suck happened yesterday right you sucked my energy you lowered my IQ mm-hmm. I'm listening to all this negative feedback and, then and you were easily out. triggered by, by somebody yeah. else. Yeah. You coming to me with some negative right. shit. So now mm-hmm. I'm blowing because right. that's it. That's all I got in me. Like, because I had steady, like steady moving to my car, steady trying to get in my car. You want to keep talking. And I'm just like, y'all talking about bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm real and I'm open and vocal. So like, if I ain't trying to fuck with what you saying, I'm going to let you know. Cause you're not about to like, take me there. It It was just a whole like bad fucking yeah like i just can't like if you notice that i don't fell off from you or i don't talk to you it's a reason to know that for sure for sure um the way that i try to uh self-regulate um i would say yoga for sure Mm-hmm. Exercise. Oh also. yeah, exercise. Yeah. I, I've been on my exercise i'm a gym girl era yes yeah i have been doing great i love it can i, I finish before you do this yeah. <laughs> Let me cook. Let me cook. (laughs) (laughs) Whip it Um, up, shop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yoga has been really good, um, and I make like little yoga videos just for me. And like Snapchat is my baby version into entering the the influencer space because I'm still scared and nervous, and nobody's on Snapchat. Like I go live, and only 14 people look. (laughs) You know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, that's been fun. Also, um, I do like to take walks with my dog and it's really nice to get outside, be in nature and, um, also breathing. I feel like just breath work. Yeah. Deep breaths and, uh, baths. Oh, I love a nice, like self care day, like a good shower, a good, like, hair washing shave mm-hmm. like moisturize face thing like you just feel like do a new it. woman yeah and <laughs> i only do that on like days where i feel like i need to feel good because once it's, i treat it like a chore like oh i have to wash my hair then it's like it's not fun anymore it's right. not a self-care thing it's just mm-hmm. you know a thing i have to do but when i turn it into like a relaxing situation like oh yes i get to wash my hair and i get to put on a face mask i get to like relax eat cheetos while this mask dries on my face beautiful i love that um so uh speaking of what you were saying deshante coping mechanisms i feel like we didn't even get into that so 
Can we talk about coping mechanisms versus defense mechanisms? Because they are different. Okay. Do you have the definitions? I sure do. Thank you. So a coping mechanism is uh, to prevent or diminish threat, harm, or loss, or reduce the distress that is associated with those experiences. And a defense mechanism is a type of coping mechanism that arises in response to... uh, Internal stress, I can't read my handwriting. Internal stress, <laughs> your unconscious way of responding to your trigger. So um, your defense mechanisms are your natural response that you don't realize that you're doing. And then the coping mechanism is what you're doing to deal with stress or something that's like hurting you, upsetting you, trying you trying to get, you know, to de-stress like a stress ball or, mm-hmm. you know. There's, there's lots of different types of coping mechanisms. I wrote them all down. Four types, emotional, problem-oriented, uh, meaning-focused, and social coping. And there's different scales on both ends. So, like, emotional, that one is just your emotional needs to kind of, like, get everything out. And, like, problem, obviously, you solving the problem. Uh, meaning-focused, you're trying to, like, connect with spirit type of situation. And then social, you just really want to get in there and talk to somebody about your problem, whether that be therapy or, you know, you're just annoying. And then you go up to people telling them your problems and you're not actually <laughs> solving them. <laughs> Stuff like that. So say what you will with that information, ladies. My defense is anger. My immediate defense is anger. Mm-hmm. Mine is just shutting down. I yeah. feel like I shut down instantly. Like, I don't know. I feel like, again, it has to do with my childhood, but like, I feel like I just, my body just shuts down. I don't want to talk to you in that moment. I I don't, especially like, I feel I'm not the person who wants to talk about it quickly because if I do, I'm going to fucking snap. I need time to calm my ass down. Okay. And think about it and then be like, okay, now I can talk to you about it. I want to tell you what's wrong. You know, I want to tell you what hurt me, but at the moment it's me shutting down before I used to be like a real bitch, like scream angry <laughs> for whatever reason. And now I, I I give myself that grace of giving myself time and giving my body time because my body's also feeling the emotion. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So for me, yeah, I'll, I'm still working through it in therapy. I think my anger is a lot better. I don't get triggered as easily. But when it's something that I think when it's something that's connected to something deep that I haven't dealt with yet that's when you'll see me like angry yeah and don't confuse my passion for anger either like i know that, that's right that <laughs> clip that's not anger that's passion because i would have socked the fuck out of dude um right. <laughs> if that was anger if that was anger I, I wouldn't have been able to sit there like that um anger for me anger for me it, it can go like I think unless because these two ladies, they've never experienced me angry, like the anger directed towards them. Mm -hmm. But like my anger can go really bad. Like when I'm I don't know if it's like I do know from working (laughs) from it in therapy. It's like that little girl in me that was always attacked, always Mm -hmm. like in victim. So like when I got old enough, like damn this is real deep i guess i'm gonna give it to y'all but like at (laughs) like it had to be around like 14 through 16 um around like the age of like 14 something happened to me with somebody's like brother had got out of jail and some shit happened to me like sexually and um 
that shit changed me. After that, I started walking around with like a knife on mm-hmm. me because it it brought me back to I had been raped maybe like a year or so before that. Mm-hmm. And so like I had got to the point where it was like, you're not going to take shit from me. Like I will fucking kill you. So I walk, I would walk around with a knife and I would like, shit threaten to cut my just I feel like to that's protect problem, yourself yeah. trying to you're protect. problem solving there i was problem one. solving my, I like, <laughs> this is a problem of solve it with this knife. real quick <laughs> for I'm real more like, emotional with, with my coping um i like to journal it out because mm-hmm. i'm similar to izzy i like to uh sit with it because i will i i'm not i will like say the worst things to you yeah. and i don't want to be that way yes. you know mm-hmm. So I definitely because hurt people shouldn't hurt other people. Exactly, that's the only. I people immediately that hurt go people. to substance abuse, and mm-hmm. um, I immediately want to write it down, get high, and write it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not substance abuse, but weed. I don't do. I don't. <laughs> no. I was like, please clarify. clarify. We don't need people. Yes, no, I'm not. I'm not shooting up or whatever, or drinking lots of alcohol. I wish. That, actually, I don't wish that was my vice because alcohol is the worst. Alcohol is the worst. I use that. Weed is all I need, so I'm gonna. That's that's what I like to do. Just smoke my weed and mm-hmm. make my problems go away right. i also like to do the social thing seeking help because i like to tell my friends all of my problems just to also get perspective mm-hmm. because um i would really like to know if i'm the asshole in the situation you really you're, you're not to me like people Appreciate take you. advantage of your kindness <laughs> i feel like mm-hmm. i agree and they think that i agree they that's think why, that it'll never dry that's up that's why i said yeah. that about the pool party i'm like if anybody comes out and my best friend i'm like <laughs> i'm like so pop out. <laughs> but, yeah i don't know i don't know i feel like i got better with my anger over the years because mm-hmm. yeah my shit was my shit was really bad if you dated me between 18 and 22, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, bro. Like, I, I have grown. I can see it because nobody could tell you what to do. No. Feel, you still can't, but. Yeah, I was going to say, you take advice grade. better now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like. than <laughs> you used to. Because before it was which, like, no Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because before it was no advice, but okay. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of which, uh, do you guys know the proper way to apologize? Because I have it written down. <laughs> I feel like I feel like say you it. gotta acknowledge somebody's feelings when yes. you're apologizing, and it's not if you felt it's yeah. That's it's how not, they I'm felt. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't tell somebody say, how they feel. Yeah, you can't say I'm sorry. You felt some type of way. That's not that's it like at all. That's petty. So to properly apologize, of course, you have to say that you're sorry. You need to say what you're sorry for. Mm-hmm. You need to let them know that you understand that your behavior was harmful and that you understand, hey, this action that I did, you felt this way and I'm really sorry. I put myself in your shoes in this way. And then I wrote down change behavior or fix the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't apologize and then continue no. to do the same shitty behavior because then you're not fucking sorry for what you did. I'm sorry. Exactly. Like, or at least not. be conscious, you know, because mm-hmm. I understand when you do some things and it's like, you know, something that you're like it subconsciously doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's when somebody should be like, hey, we had this conversation. Just, mm-hmm. And then you're you like, oh, remember. you know what? I'm so sorry. Right. You're right. Thank you for catching me. Thank you for correcting my right. behavior. Exactly. Because I feel like a lot of people don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, oh, you do this all the time. But it's just like if you if you have a problem with my behavior and you're not you're not saying, hey, when you did this, right. I, how, how are you going to know? Exactly. How am I supposed to know if I'm doing something to hurt you? So, you know, 
say it, you know? Right. Don't be like, oh, we talked about this already. You should know. Well, I fucking don't. Yeah. So I'm real blunt. Yeah. So sometimes, like, if you can't take that, that could be wrong. Or it could hurt your feelings with how blunt I Because I'm, like, blunt. Yeah. Real bad. And I feel like you don't have to be blunt, you know? There's there's always a way to say things to someone. Because um, there's, like, a time and a place. I would say uh, if... If you know how to say something nicely, then do it there. But, like, don't shit on someone. If, oh, no. Like, if they're if already they, down. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I that's, like, that. the worst thing that you can do when somebody's coming to you for advice and then you're just going to shit on them. You'd be like, I'm going to tell you what it is, but you're just being an asshole. Yeah. And it's just like, you can you can tell them like it is, but you don't need to be a dick. I think my thing is I don't like when people live in delusion mm-hmm. and, like, but, <laughs> <laughs> like, a scenario, like, somebody was telling me what I, like, a story i think there was some cheating going on in the marriage and then the mm-hmm. story was like told to me about like how he ended up going down to like help said person that i think he cheated with mm-hmm. and like so they're like telling me the story like yeah he went down he did that and i'm just like he cheated like like that's how my shit comes through like don't try to like cover it up for what it is like yeah i would say if don't you know sense. something is gonna like rock someone's world like don't embarrass them like that Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Oh no, I didn't say it to the wife. Oh, okay. No, I was to the person say... I was like saying about the story with, but it's just like I don't like when you live and like act like it don't exist or like try to cover it up like somebody's good, but you already know they're gonna slip before. So why would you think that that scenario would be any? But people can grow, and scenarios can be different. But that's that scenario didn't make no motherfucking sense to me. Yeah, I I fully understand. Slip your ass right back into some pussy. You <laughs> Um, But I would just like to give an example because Izzy, I feel like you do a good job of that. Um, This one time when, you know, when things were not going so well with me and my biggest mistake, you were like, "Um, hey, he definitely bought that girl a drink Mm -hmm. and you like came to me. It wasn't like something like you dumb bitch. Like I fucking told you he's out here doing X, Y and Z. Like you didn't need to do that. You're just Mm -hmm. like. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, he bought this girl a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't anything bad. It wasn't in front of everybody to, like, right. embarrass me. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally came to me, was like, oh, we got to go to the bar because your man just bought a girl a drink. Right. Like, let's. I'm like, Brittany, we are solving this illusion. We're solving this right now. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, of course, I was upset about it and everything, but it wasn't like you, you didn't. Hurt. belittle me right yeah. in that mm-hmm. situation and right. or be uh, like i was right i told you this you know i was like hey we need to go fight that bitch right now yeah <laughs> and especially when people are like vulnerable to you it's like you gotta handle their feelings with care because it already sucks because they're going through a situation don't make right it and i remember like the girls that we were with when that happened they were like telling you to leave them and all this stuff you know like why are you still here why are you still staying you know and i literally told them like she needs time to process it and when she sees it with her own eyes when she's ready to leave she will leave you know exactly all we can do is be here for her you know and you know tell her these things you know but at the end of the day i feel like it's your life unless you were in danger you know then i wouldn't be like bitch we need to go right now you know but like it was your life and it was you had to process those feelings you had to process those emotions and at the end of the day, I feel like that was, you know, a lesson that you had to learn. Had to learn. We cannot learn that for you or we cannot learn it for other people. That mm-hmm. was the biggest lesson I needed to learn to get away from that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm so glad that I did. And it, it was very freeing once I was able to come to terms with 
everything that happened in that situation in therapy. And I'm still going through it because that was really, really hard for me. Mm-hmm. The abandonment stuff. I didn't realize how deeply that ran until I started having panic attacks when I and I wasn't able to like fucking date right, <laughs> without freaking out. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. Yeah, because I think people come to that point like like I remember like my family friend, she would always tell me like, you'll know when you had enough when it came to my ex-husband. And it was like she would she would keep telling me that I ain't going to say nothing because you'll know when you had mm-hmm. enough. Exactly. And when that moment clicked for me, I was like, this is what the fuck. This mm-hmm. is what she was talking about with that. Like, yeah. And once I it had, clicks, it's just it feels like a weight lifts mm-hmm. off your shoulder. But then mm-hmm. you're just like, fuck, how am I going to do this now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that shit was that shit was hard. Like I took abuse for years, for mm. years, and I feel like I I thank God for the people that were around me. Like the fact that they stuck it out with me because it's like like being from like out of it now and looking in. Like once I said I married him, I know people had to be like, because I even literally I was was ugh. I literally was like I can't tell her anything. Like she's gonna learn this lesson on her own. Like, I wanted to, but I was like, what, what? And you're like, oh, it happened. We went to the car. And I was like, you're like, why? Because I knew that soul. she needed to, to go through this. Like, knowing Deshante, you can't tell her shit. You cannot tell her shit. She needed to go through this. Yeah. So I was like, baby, you're going to learn the hardest lesson of your life. This is the hardest lesson of my life. And I, I would not <laughs> recommend it to anybody. I remember like I was so miserable like back then like five years ago like I was so miserable and then when I decided to leave for me it was like he would also be like verbally abusive Mm -hmm. where he would be like you can never do you will never do anything you will always need me you're gonna leave you're gonna come crawling right back I remember one time he said oh because I'm like why can't we just be why can't you just be happy for me why can't we just be okay and just move on I'm like it didn't work out and he said the day that I'm going to be happy is the day that I see you in the corner begging for money. Wow. And he would always like just down talk on me that I was afraid to leave because I thought that I would never be able to like afford anything. Mm-hmm. And like now being here like five years later, like I am so freaking happy, like with my life, with where we live, you know, and I feel like I come home and I feel at peace. Mm-hmm. I don't feel worried. I don't, I don't feel scared. Yeah. mainly you know i feel happy like i know it's my safe place yeah mm-hmm. i love that yeah same here um i don't feel afraid to be at home i feel like i can be myself mm-hmm. when i'm with my boyfriend and it's like okay to you know to be your have authentic that, self yeah and have him around my dog it's okay for us to just be happy mm-hmm. it's okay like i i wasn't used to having somebody who wants to go places with me and do things with me and like hang out with my friends and it's just weird well it's not weird but i'm like thankful mm-hmm. that i'm at a place and with someone where you know i can just say hey you want to come with me to this and he's like oh, and yeah, we love him fun. so we're like yes, yes bring it bring exactly. <laughs> yeah that's important to have, I think, because if if my friends were to be like, oh, I don't like this person. I'd it's be not like, for no reason now, yeah. now that we're mm-hmm. all tapped into energy. Exactly. It's not for no reason. I, I 100% would, if Izzy or you were like, you know, I'm not really feeling this guy. I would be like, hold on, why? Because mm-hmm. um, 
I'm feeling something different, but I can't trust my feelings all the time. Mm-hmm. And you guys are outside looking in. I want to trust the outside looking in because I done fucked up a lot. Yeah, the I was gonna be like, can I just say that? Like my I, ex-husband out. I told Birdie about her ex many a time. Many. I'm like, I don't like him. This is not it. She's like, no, Izzy, I am gonna marry him. This is I already <laughs> planned my life. I'm like, Brittany, no, no, no. <laughs> Again, you know, just But then too, do you Brid- even think Brid- for you, like, cause you kind of made like your was kind of like a secret too, is it because you already knew, like, damn. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, everything just imploded, and <sighs> I wasn't at a place where I could talk about it. I'm still not really at a place where I can comfortably talk about mm-hmm. everything that went down, but I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm glad you said that. I was going to ask you a question. So yeah, go ahead. No. Okay. <laughs> you have to do with that, and I don't want you to. If you're not ready, I mean, go not. ahead, and I'll say if I can answer it or not. No, it's okay. Okay. Well, all right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Off camera. Mm-hmm. But um, that's our time for this, mm-hmm. guys. So uh, thank you for listening. Follow us on fucking everything. Instagram, TikTok. Talk. We never do this, guys. <laughs> we never plug ourselves. We never plug ourselves. <laughs> what the Hill Podcast, TikTok, Instagram. Get to it now. Loving Nancy on Instagram. <laughs> Brittany Tierra. Wait, Brittany underscore underscore Tierra on Instagram. And then Orchid Kiss ENT on Instagram. And, and um, TikTok. And what else? I think I think that's I'm, it. I'm on Facebook, but I don't be on Facebook. Don't Do not me. add me on Facebook. <laughs> I will not you add be you on my real name. I'm YouTube like, channel oh, coming know. soon, right? YouTube, YouTube coming soon. T-shirts coming soon. Stickers, merch, merch. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.